0: What's 5 times 6? 30. As in the 30th day of the 5th month of 2023. And what's 5 times 30? 150. And somehow, May 30th is the 150th day of 2023. And all other years. Does any of this matter? Or would it simply be better to say this is the penultimate day of May? A month that sounds so polite. Charlottesville Community Engagement is a newsletter and podcast that has nothing to do with any of that. But yet, it does. On today's program, Charlottesville has released greenhouse gas emissions data for 2020 and 2021. There's a new president for the Charlottesville Regional Chamber of Commerce. Another UVA employee joins the Albemarle Planning Commission. And the Albemarle Planning Commission takes a look at the equity and climate action lens, a major component of the new comprehensive plan. In today's first subscriber-supported shout-out, one Patreon supporter wants you to know that Charlottesville now has an e-bike lending library. E-bikes are a great way to get around the community, but there are many brands and styles to choose from. Because many e-bikes are sold online, it can be a challenge to try an e-bike before buying one. The Charlottesville e-bike lending library is a free not-for-profit service, working to expand access to e-bikes in the area. They have a small collection of e-bikes that are lent out to community members for up to a week for free. You can experience your daily commute, go grocery shopping, or even bike your kids to school and decide whether e-bikes are right for you. Check out the service at www.ebikelibraryseville.org. Thank you to the Patreon supporter who wanted that shouted out The three major governments in the area all have ambitious plans to reduce greenhouse gas emissions and to eliminate fossil fuel use by 2050. Those plans are measured by inventories, and the city of Charlottesville has released data for the pandemic years of 2020 and 2021. Here's a section from a press release on the topic. Due to stay-at-home orders and the reduction of GHG-producing activities, emissions levels dropped significantly. In fact, community-wide emissions were 45% below the 2011 baseline, which meets the city's 2030 reduction target. However, emissions began to increase again in 2021, and 2022 levels are also expected to be higher. City officials, though, maintain they're on the right track for the goals. Ongoing efforts to reduce emissions remain relevant and timely, and new initiatives are ramping up as we move to implement the Climate Action Plan to permanently reduce our collective GHG emissions. Data collected is submitted to CDP, a global nonprofit organization that runs a reporting platform used by localities participating in the Global Covenant of Mayors Commitment. Information comes from Dominion Energy, Charlottesville Gas, the Virginia Department of Transportation, both the Rivanna Solid Waste Authority and the Rivanna Water and Sewer Authority, Amtrak, and the U.S. Census Bureau. You can take a look at the data yourself on the city's website. A woman who has spent many years working for the United States Chamber of Commerce has been selected to serve as the next president and chief executive officer of the local counterpart. Natalie S. Masri will begin work leading the Charlottesville Regional Chamber of Commerce this Thursday. She has spent the last 12 years at the Center for Women in Business at the U.S. Chamber of Commerce. In a press release, Masri is quoted as saying that businesses play a vital role in making our communities stronger. The chamber is the voice of the business community, serving as a champion, convener, and catalyst. Masri is the founder of Brave May LLC. That's according to her LinkedIn profile. That's a consulting firm. Her appointment caps off a five-month search to replace Elizabeth Cromwell. Cromwell served in the position for four years before stepping down earlier this year. Interim President Andrea Copeland will become the Chamber's Chief Operating Officer. Copeland began work for the Chamber as a volunteer nearly 20 years ago. After nearly a year of being down to six people, the Albemarle Planning Commission is back to having a full complement of seven voting members. Earlier this month, the Board of Supervisors selected Nathan Moore to represent the Rio District, Here he is at his introduction at the May 23rd
1: meeting of the Planning Commission. My day job is I manage WTJU Radio. It's the University of Virginia's community uh, radio station, as well as our student sister station. Moore
0: has spent the last three years representing the Rio District on the Albemarle County Service Authority. That is a six-member body that approves policy for the county's public
1: utilities. And I also spent a misspent youth playing SimCity and City Skyline. So uh, looking forward to uh, putting that to real world use.
0: The terms of the three-party agreement call for the University of Virginia to have a non-voting representative, but that position is vacant. The last person to hold that role was appointed last year to serve as the at-large member. Louise Carrizana is employed by the University of Virginia Office of the Architect as the Associate University Architect. He was appointed to the Planning Commission in January of 2022 alongside Fred Missel. He is the Director of Development for the UVA Foundation. Missel now represents the Scottsville District. You're listening to Charlottesville Community Engagement, and this newsletter and podcast's continued existence means that many of you support local information. Would you like to support some local businesses as well? The Buy Local campaign is in full swing, and both the Albemarle and Charlottesville offices of Economic Development want people to consider spending locally as they shop throughout the year. The Buy Local campaign highlights small businesses within Charlottesville and Albemarle County through a multi-channel, multimedia, promotional, and educational campaign designed to reinforce how important supporting area small businesses is to the local economy. Locally owned independent businesses with a brick and mortar presence in the city or county interested in being featured in the campaign should visit www.showlocallove.org or contact info at showlocallove.org. For more information on the Buy Local campaign, visit that website or follow them on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. The development of a new comprehensive plan for Albemarle County puts equity and climate action as major drivers of government policy. At their meeting on May 23rd, the Planning Commission reviewed a new mechanism that will be used to help guide decisions. Here's Jesse Brookins, the county's director of Diversity, Equity and Inclusion. Uh, so understanding the purpose of uh, equity and climate action, it ties back to our county mission overall uh, to enhance the well-being and the quality of life of all community members to the provision of the highest level of public service consistent with the prudent use of public funds. Brookins said the county needs to hold itself accountable in terms of how equitable county services are delivered. In addition to that. Um, having that consideration for climate change and how it would exasperate many existing challenges faced by our community and how responding effectively to climate change can benefit the community overall. Enter the Equity Climate Action Tool. Brookins said its purpose is to incorporate different perspectives while policies are crafted and adopted. He first began with a definition. The term equity describes the continuous process of action reflection and analysis of what is fair and just for all. This term is distinguished from equality, whereas equality means providing the same to all. Equity is a process that begins by acknowledging an unequal starting place and continues to correct and address the imbalance. And then there's climate action, as defined by Climate Protection Program Manager Gabe Daly.
1: Climate change uh, refers to drastic shifts to global weather patterns, including increasingly extreme weather events. Um, due to average warming over time of the Earth's surface temperature. And then climate action excuse me. Climate action has kind of two main streams to it, two main aspects. One is the technical term that's used is mitigation. Um, and that really refers to reducing the severity of climate change by reducing greenhouse gas emissions. The second aspect is adaptation and resilience, which Daly
0: said means preparing to withstand the increased severity of weather events. The tool asks several questions of a potential policy or new initiative.
1: Here's the broad overview. Do policies, programs, and projects align with climate action or equity? Um, The tool contains three preliminary questions and seven main questions. Daly said the first three questions are a gut check. So the first one just asks, you know, is there an awareness of pre-existing disparities um, and potential climate impacts uh, in the community that intersect with that issue uh, or the topic that's being addressed? Then there are more deeper questions which seek to get further into each issue.
0: Each answer is scored from one to three, with one representing the status quo, two meaning an incidental impact, and three believed to have a meaningful impact. In addition to the score, there would also be a written justification for why this score was given, as well as how the score could be improved.
1: We also don't want this to be, uh, you know, critique for the sake of critique. We want this to help improve the work that we all do uh, in local government. The first time the tool will be used is in the development of the Comprehensive
0: Plan. Commissioner Julian Bivens said he was on board with the idea of a tool, but has concerns about the practicality of the exercise.
1: It sounds like a, a fantastic sort of PhD sort of seminar that you're putting that you're putting together. Sort of what's the decision matrix on either on 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 what the comp plan should do and what what we would expect the results of the comp plan to be. But what I haven't seen, and perhaps at some point you'll be able to point out with with some examples how we would actually get to that score three position and what would that look like.
0: Bivens pointed out that the most recent greenhouse gas inventory conducted by Albemarle indicated that 52 percent of emissions come from vehicles and 39 percent comes from heating and cooling buildings. He added that the comprehensive plan has many strategies to address those, but that the county isn't fully
1: in control. We don't own the transportation network. It's going to say a bunch of things about where we can develop. We're not even developing can, developing the type of density in this community that would allow us to have some of the things that would mitigate some of those two issues right there. And so I'm trying to understand how, what's the big lift from this, other than it's the appropriate thing to have.
0: Commissioner Luis Carrizana acknowledged that there is a lot to do to develop the tool, but said he was having difficulty seeing how there would be any outcomes. Commissioner Karen Firehawk said she works on these issues in her job as director of the Green Infrastructure Center.
1: I am glad. That's a sort of philosophical thing. I'm really glad that our county is not shying away from the word equity, as we're seeing at the governor's level, as well as some of the other localities in Virginia, that we're not going to hide under a rock and pretend that everything was always equal. Firehawk
0: said she is hopeful that the work will result in outcomes that help guide policy. But she pointed out there will always be conflicts when there are competing goals and strategies. Commissioner Fred Missel said he felt the purpose of the tool needed more clarity and explanation.
1: In my mind, a lens is something you can either use to see something closer or more clearly with. And if I'm doing that, I need to know what I'm focusing on. So I'm not quite sure from this discussion yet what we're focusing on. You know, what is that target that we're trying to see more clearly with the lens?
0: Missel said the county also has to consider what the land use implications will be. Will it result in more infill development, development of more land that's currently preserved?
1: Does it mean uh, initiatives or incentives for developers to preserve certain areas to increase the open space that's part of a neighborhood model district zone, right? All those big questions of sort of what does this really mean, and how does it impact Albemarle County land use? Missile also suggested that the lens could
0: add more time to the development review process. Commissioner Lonnie Murray had this suggestion.
1: It'd be great to see some, some current policies run through this to see how they score. Um, someone today mentioned wow. land use valuation. Wow. I'd love to see if that was a new program we were just thinking about passing today. Well, how would that score?
0: Land use valuation is the practice where rural landowners are assessed a lower property tax rate if the land is used for a bona fide agricultural purpose. Brookins and Daly both said they appreciated the feedback and they would return with more information as the tool is further developed. This edition of the newsletter was written and produced in the emergency room of Lynchburg General Hospital, and the podcast was recorded in the parking lot in my parents' Subaru. The recent decision by Lee Enterprises to cut back printed versions of the daily newspaper has me thinking a lot about what it means to cover a community. What could be done differently, and why am I not going to give up? I'm hoping to find out more about all of these things when Town Crier Productions exists to put into action vague words about better community coverage. You can help by becoming a paid subscriber. Four people have done so since Sunday and Ting will match their first payment. Thank you to Ting for that and thank you to everybody for listening and thank you to Rocky for, of course, rocking it with the music and thank you very much to all of you for listening and goodbye. This car is hard to
1: produce.